I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, folks. So um, we are very excited about Insecure returning. And so we wanted to do a little mini episode to... A black as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But no, we just wanted to get our thoughts out about the show, and um, apparently we just had other thoughts to share as well. So here we go. Thank you, and you're welcome. Y'all don't have nothing else to do. (laughs) (laughs) My day was pretty low-key. I finished Black as Fuck. Okay. Um, How did you enjoy it? But in a nutshell, I'll just say, like, uh, I really, really loved it. Mm-hmm. Like, I cried at the end. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you understand why people wouldn't like it? Yeah. Um, okay. Because people, people are small-minded. <laughs> Black as fuck. So I gave it another chance today. Okay. Did you like it? Uh, no. Because the first time, um, I well, okay, so first from the previews, uh, the whatever, that you know that many trailer thank you i got you mm-hmm. <laughs> okay from the trailer i was like this looks real corny i love Irish. i love um grownish i i even i'm mm, i watch mixed dish i don't like i don't like mixed dish i can't watch it Mixed Dish has um grown on me i can't say that i like it but i definitely watch every week like i watch it on hulu every week um and i see where they're going i feel like they've picked up some steam like they've they've gotten it together uh it was definitely very rough getting here but we're here now we so, together okay um so the yeah the tra- it just I, I didn't understand what was going on i was like what is this <sighs> i don't okay. think we were supposed to know what was going on it well, wasn't very clear in the trailer how they were going to do it so i the first time I watched it, I fell asleep on it. It was it was late anyway, so I shouldn't have even tried. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I was ready to be done with it. But I kept seeing people's reviews about it, and you, Sarita, said that it gets really good at episode five. So I was like, all right, all right. So I just watched it today, and I'm glad I did. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that first episode was a little bit. Um, in need of some footing i think but i understood i paid more attention i guess than the first time the first time i tried to watch it and i 
understood what was going on and um it wasn't just i wasn't annoyed by just these what felt like random snarky comments from you know the children or the wife or whatever um so as a whole i think it, it came together really well um i like the idea of them doing it as a documentary i thought that was really cute um and i like you know how they have how they touched on a bunch of different topics but in a way that felt I guess realistic, especially to like new, the new generation of families. Yeah. So. Well said, Wilmy. Good job. Cheers. <laughs> and so I asked, I asked Danita, do you understand why people would not like it? Because there are a lot of black people who don't like it. Um, I think the people who don't like it, especially adamantly against it didn't give it a fair shot and i can say that as someone who didn't like it at first um if you are if you are strongly against this show as and you you hate it what did you hate what part of this did you hate because it, you don't have to um but you can't you don't have to relate to each individual person or really to anyone on the show for that's still, my issue with the complaint for still be a good mm -hmm. show you don't have to personally have gone through these same experiences to um to think that it's a good show look no one has been through a fucking zombie apocalypse <laughs> but how many zombie shows exist so let's, let's not pretend that that's the issue <laughs> I, that's I what think i felt it, was so small-minded i think it's a few but, things that people aren't liking about it for one, everybody doesn't like dry comedy, especially that show is very Kirby enthusiasm, very office. The comedy is very, very cerebral and dry and fast. And everybody's yes. not going to catch the jokes. And I mean, you got these kids cursing at their parents, the parents cursing at the kids. It's not how we are supposed to talk to our parents. It's yeah. not how you know, a lot of us grew yeah. up talk to our right. But, it is how a lot of us are talking to our kids now. And you're right. And also, these people have a little bit of uh, white privilege. I'm not using the right word, but I'm mm -hmm. saying that to say, I know everybody has had Money. friends, at least in high school, where they could talk to their parents very crazy. They live in these sick-ass houses. They got all this autonomy. Yeah, like, they're kind of, they're on the, yeah. And they're on the cusp of that shit. Like, I, for everybody talking about how how relatable it wasn't for them i was like well of course not because you're not wealthy you're black but they are like they're not even wealth adjacent these niggas are next level wealth this is what the kids are born into and him and rainbow him and uh what is her name on the show joy <laughs> joy joy <Joya. laughs> they started having kids young and didn't get to experience life so they're growing up along with their kids and i've seen a lot of brother sister dynamic i mean like sibling dynamics with like super young parents and their kids not everybody but i've definitely seen it where it's been a little more relaxed and, and you can talk to each other like that or whatever but they even touch on that in the show if you keep watching because tyler perry was like uh what the fuck is this disrespectful shit you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> Because they probably knew y'all were going to be up in arms about something, probably that, you know. The, the fact that he told his child, I mean, we went to the clinic. 
David says all the time on Curb yeah. Enthusiasm. When he said, yeah, you know, you go to Blockbuster, you might see your exes, but you always go home. <laughs> Remember he said that shit? Yes. I was dying. <laughs> you always go home. And he said it right to her. You always go home. I'm like, um, yeah, we, we, if that's your issue, guys, you're, you're, you're not being honest with yourself. Yeah, and being mad about light-skinned children on television. What okay, so that, that's a thing, you know, but there are a lot of uh, light skin and curly haired children, but he is but making this all of all of his well, not all of his, but the, his TV shows are based off of his life and his children's lives. So, if this is what his children look like because they have a half black, half well, I don't know, I don't know what his wife really looks like. So, let me let me she not. looks like Rashida and Rainbow, yeah, okay? Well, then. Yeah, so if that's what his kids look like, is he not supposed to rep- to show them in a way that represents themselves? I just I, I didn't understand it. I, I did not understand it. As, yes, there's a lot of, of light-skinned children on here, but I mean, are, are we now saying that we are upset when light-skinned kids get jobs? Like, if, I feel like with him having these shows, he's actually one of the producers that pays close attention to that kind of stuff, which is why the kids on Blackish vary in the spectrum because they go by what children by Anthony Anderson and Ra- Rainbow, Tracy Ellis Ross, <laughs> would look what like. What they actually look like, right. That's why you have Zoe and you also have Diane, you have Jack, and, you know, it, it, to me, it makes a lot of sense. And then I went and I looked at his kids, and I was like, this is done like this for a reason. This man is not stupid. And I looked up his kids, and they all match his kids down to the baby that's brown skin. So he was on Twitter, and he was like, hey, Y'all know, like, what, what do y'all think me and Rashida Jones' kids would look like? Like, what is this? So people in the comments, like, well, who said that you and Rashida Jones had to be the stars of the show? Me, Somebody bitch! Responded I and said the that. <laughs> Somebody responded and said that shit. And I said, okay, these people are more so, like, they just want to do, they want to have a colorism fight right now. That's what they want to do. That's to be mad about. Yeah, this is not, this is not the thing to be mad, because all them kids held their own. They all held it. Even the baby that said, I shit my diaper. He held his own. <laughs> Did you see his cute little sneakers? Every time he was on the screen, I was like, look at him. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. And the bad one, when the bad one realized that he wasn't the big brother, he was so confused, bitch. <laughs> he said, wait a minute. This guy's older than me? <laughs> I was dying. I said, this shit is so well written. That little boy looks so confused. <laughs> it's it was it was it's a good show. It's a good series. I'm yeah. glad I gave it a chance. Yeah. I um, think um, like I'm gonna rewatch it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, definitely do that. I think that's one of the things I'll probably like throw on and passing in the background from here on, like the office or something, because I just I love that and I started to get the feeling around the third episode. I was like this dude is processing his divorce. That's what we're watching right now. Oh, they got divorced. Bitch, it's over. Yeah, they're in the middle of a divorce or finishing a divorce. So so when that shit was on Blackish, that's what he was really going through. They both were. They wrote those episodes together, bitch. And that's how they, the first time that they did the the Blackish episodes about them, they actually ended up reconciling. Okay. Writing the show helped them reconcile. But, 
ultimately it didn't work out they divorced in august of 2019 wow, wow. so i really feel like this project is his way of kind of expressing that um because the woman because rashida's character was even closer to his, his wife name. from which you might read they just changed the job title um from anesthesiologist to uh you know lawyer yeah so it was like it was I was kind of feeling like, oh, God, we're kind of encroaching on their privacy. But I guess if he did it, he's fine with it or whatever. But I, I like that. Life to the public. So. Yeah. But I think just knowing, like, how this ends, I was like, oh, God, how painful is this to do? And, you know, all of that. But here's some tea. This is not, this is alleged tea. This is not verified tea. So I just want to say that before I say this. Um, allegedly. Around the time of the divorce, there was a flame with Tracy Ellis Ross. <laughs> yeah, that blew my mind when I heard that shit. Yeah, I remember reading that like uh, months ago. Isn't that weird though? Like you're like having a type is be it's beyond having a type. You well, fucking the same woman. Like it's yeah, it's, this bitch is playing your wife. And I said this makes sense because he started to hate her at home. Um, what? I know is that I know that types are real. Hmm. Um, so you know, if that's what you like, you you chose her because she was very familiar to you based on your real life wife. So obviously there's some type of attraction happening. And Tracy Ellis Ellis Ross is bad. I mean, but also, sir, you're married. You this is a TV show about your family. <laughs> so, right, doesn't that put that spinoff in a different level of perspective, though? Mixed-ish? How much time are you spending alone working oh, together that, that this bond forms because you, you're fighting at home all the time? That's what I was thinking about the most. This is alleged, everybody. This is not true. We're just speaking hypothetically. Yeah, because, you know, it's it's mixes is definitely rainbow's show mm -hmm. you her voice is all through the show she is speaking <laughs> as an adult for the whole show yeah so yeah i like that i liked how vulnerable he was um i i really felt like and i think i said this to y'all but i really felt like the kids were like mirrors for the different sides of each of them like what's being reflected back to them from what they present in their marriage i just i just thought it was masterfully done i feel like chloe for example speaks to his uh well both of their kind of ostentatious sides of which one is chloe the oldest daughter okay the one that's like very trendy With purple hair yeah so that's and, just and how of them. so much he didn't what know what to do and how it triggered him so much. Her having this wasn't he hair, but he was and not triggered by his niggerish chains and car. Listen, <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? It was so good, and I felt like the um, the son pops with the the sensitive one. I felt like that's a reflection of him as a little boy, always longing for love and affection because he said his dad was so stoic. Like he mentioned it a couple times about his dad. It, how he was trying so hard to not be his dad and how that has turned him into his dad. Yep. And Crazy. also I read an article. There's a very, very long article. Um, I forgot what magazine 
It was, but anyway, it, he gave, he told a lot of things about him. And when he was a kid, he had really bad asthma. So he spent a lot of time at home with his mom. And like, he was the, he was the kid reading encyclop encyclopedias. Like Andrea. And that's why he told her, shut up, nerd. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Somebody's gonna fuck you up. And that's why I'm like, why is everybody so upset? I have been around parents that have warned their kids that somebody's gonna fuck them up. I have been told that. You know I what mean, I mean? <laughs> you know, I don't I don't have American parents. <laughs> but my parents definitely <laughs> expressed the sentiment. Yeah. Mainly that it was going to be them causing the harm to me, but <laughs> you know, basically adjust your attitude. Yeah. I yeah, get it. Like I was like, this makes total total fucking sense i loved that goddamn show and rashida with the titles of the show even because girl I, I got one friend that's like well it's i'm not gonna do it but as because serena i know you know who i'm talking about but she had an issue like is it is it, it someone some people feel <laughs> i'm really trying to rework this some people feel does she listen to the show no, but you know, something might happen and happen okay. in the future where somebody else might say, oh, listen to this super interesting tape. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew who you were talking about so I could just say it so you wouldn't have to feel bad. So I'll screenshot it to you later because like I even tried to respond and then she came back like, well, do you think that because when I responded with like common sense, Wait, she came back about the title. Well, so what was her? The argument is the title doesn't speak to the black as fuck experience. It just speaks to his experience. Yep, that's it. That the face you made just asked it. I'm out of this conversation. You just don't want to like this. Why don't you just say that, please? No, but I'm not even talking about the episode names. Have you seen the list of episode names? Oh, I love Be it. Because it's all because because of slavery or you know all all of them say something to that effect. Yes. So well, why why are you mad, guys? <laughs> What's that? It's dry humor. It's a joke because he justifies everything with slavery. But and what it's is about him? Piece that makes you upset. That's that's what I want to know. That's what I'm waiting to hear because I've seen a lot of people talk about it on on uh, Twitter, and I'm like, oh, but I don't get it. I don't understand where there's a problem. Like, help me to understand. But no one is able to express their anger in a way that makes sense. No one is able, no one. Has been able to express their anger. Honestly, they just said. They don't like it. This is what I'm talking about. But also, what? Well, can you help me understand what you're talking about? Or could y'all shut the fuck up so we can get a season two, please? You ruined everything. I let y'all have Tyler Perry. Shut that, the fuck up. That uh, split screen with all of those black directors. That shit was <gasps> fucking hilarious. I love it so. Good. I told you, I had to watch that. I watched it three times. I, I love that episode. Um, didn't she look so pretty she really did her eyes when he said do you watch blackish so bitch she was like <laughs> and look here you go oh this is your big eyed twin <laughs> she was like your sister and big ass it's a good show <laughs> i mean you know i like black families so yes <laughs> 
like black family. Can we talk about Tyler Perry for a second? What did y'all think about his his scene? First of all, Tyler Perry's a fucking god out here. I didn't know. I didn't know. I can't, I don't see it for everything and we know why. And I just really, I respect that man. If, If nothing else, I respect the shit out of him because really I think he had me at curse words. (laughs) <laughs> once he started cursing and wasn't giving me high and mighty I was like oh shit I fuck with Tyler Perry but his rationale for not giving a fuck I loved it it made so much sense it really, said, I'm not talking to y'all <laughs> it really put things into perspective like you know what he's right They his people show the fuck up because he is talking to his people and they know it so, you know what? Keep doing what you do, Tyler Perry, because you don't make your shows for me. Not for me either. That's why I'm still holding fast. I'm not watching the rest of Sisters. No Are you sure? How much, Are you I'm, sure? I'm so positive. I, look, I stopped deleting. I deleted all the episodes. I'm not doing it. I haven't <laughs> deleted them yet. Huh? I haven't deleted them yet. Okay, we'll still, get you there. I'm, I'm still, like, two behind. Mm-hmm. I haven't brought myself to watch them, but they're still on the DVR. Okay. I feel like I'm holding on to my support of him by having them in okay. the, the DVR. Okay. You know that that doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't. And I also love KJ <laughs> Smith. I love KJ Smith. And I was so happy to see her. I was like, go ahead, girl. You're on Netflix. Who is KJ Smith? Um, she is the girl that played his father's girlfriend. Oh, she's on sisters. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I was like, this is a beautiful lady. Yeah, she is Definitely gorgeous. Definitely how old she is. I, I, I don't know. And I'm also, Joya's best friend also played in, um, what's that movie? Yeah! That terrible movie that was on Netflix. Got Fall from Grace. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. in that. Jasmine, her best friend Jasmine, that was the lawyer. And oh, she was like, girl, I'm just, who's giving you bad advice? I'm just gonna come up there. <laughs> and I can't, I'm blanking on her name, but I like her. Tiana Paris? Tiana P. Harris? No, that's a different woman. You tried, but she's another beautiful woman. <laughs> Let me Google her and see who what I can What are you talking about, Nia Long? No. <laughs> <laughs> um... The the lawyer friend, <clears throat> she's a comedian, and she's been around for a very long time. She's done a lot of things that, um, you know, she's one of the, she's one of those people who you've seen around a hundred times, but you can't yeah. anything that she's been in, and you you can't remember her name, but you know that you've seen her before. I'm googling her now. I'm about to tell y'all her name. Oh man. Okay. Brisha Webb. Brisha. Yes, yes. Yeah, like she um she did a great job well in there. She did well in her role. She did. <clears throat> and she Nia did. Long was fucking gorgeous as always. <laughs> Nia Long was in the ultimate auntie role. I think I think he might do the lean. <laughs> I just see I just called one of my friends that used to do lean. And it sounds like you might have a problem. <laughs> when when Joya went off on her rant, um, I don't even want to call it a rant. I, don't, I feel like that's um, it gives it a negative spin. But when she went off, and Nia sat there and was like, "Okay," 
Oh, God. Oh. When Nia kept calling that phone, I was like, oh, please don't be a nigga. You have six kids, bitch. I was like, please, no don't do this. How do you have time for a side man? There's it's no too way. many kids. Well, six, for, for a side nigga, it's too many kids. It's, it's He's not going to be able to sustain this. He can't be their father. He doesn't have what Kenya has. Like, I was going through all of that as the phone rang. Like, girl, please do not do this. But no, it was her ambition. He didn't. Mm, anyway. See, I, I, I struggle with that because the way he treated her, the way he treated her was real. It's like he was kind of in the background chilling the whole time when he was poor or when he wasn't the breadwinner and just couldn't wait to stunt on her and say those things. That's how because, it felt. Because when he said, I mean, so well, I could, I didn't recognize you because, you know, since when do you want to, what? Yeah. Why, why is it that the same thing that you fell in love with, you fell in love with this woman and she was a bad bitch, she was doing bad bitch shit, but you want her to kowtow to you? For what? So now, so now this impedes on your existence. How? I hope, I hope they talk about it at the next niggas meeting. Listen, even the conversation that they had at the, um, in the office with um, <clears throat> Cat Lady, what is her name? Angela. Angela from the office. When Angela was like, I mean, she had six kids for you. Well, she said 15. And he was like, don't be ridiculous, she has six. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. And he just, oh God, he was so smug. He was so smug in his ostentatious leisure where, oh God, every time, every scene, I just chuckled out loud. I was like, wow, Dre Johnson really is him. This is like to the T. Like, because <laughs> he was having breakfast in that bright yellow ass Versace bathrobe. Where are you going? And he tells our, our generation all the time. You can tell what he always wanted when we were growing up. He wanted to be on Bad Boy, bitch. <laughs> that shit is crazy. I'm like, are people even wearing shit like this anymore? Listen, he had the money to do it, so he will. Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all like the cookout episode? Uh, that, that scene with all the, the cameos from the family? Yes. I did, um, because it, it brought him back down to, you know, the level of regular people. So basically, you can make all this money and live this high and mighty lifestyle, but your family is still your family. You still came from where you came from, um, you know, and you keep these people around, even if it is at a distance, you keep them around for a reason. So money yes but also family as ridiculous as they can be ridiculous to a certain extent you know that fucking cousin that was trying to get put on like just that, you monopolize, you monopolize my whole shit <laughs> i will send a letter on a pigeon <laughs> who do i need to do you have a computer? I mean, I can go to the library. <laughs> I was so irritated by him. I was so irritated by him. 
<laughs> Why are you here? So yes, bitch. Um, oh, so what I was gonna say was I loved Chloe's boyfriend. Okay, so was he oblivious or what? Yeah, I think he was like a super positive dude. Okay. And I think he he was definitely blind to the fact that Dre Kenya. Dre. Just, let's let's just call him Dre, because that's just who he didn't is. like him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> These characters are so interchangeable. And isn't Pops Jr.? He's so junior. <laughs> and oh is he is Diane? Baby what did he call him? The moist towelette of the family? Yes. yes. <laughs> I just, I just, I loved it. And Izzy is Diane. Because she's just got mean-ass middle child syndrome. He really has a mean daughter. He has to. Yeah. And that would make sense. Somebody's got to be the balance of all this extraness and emotions and all kinds of shit. And she's just irritated with everybody. He came and asked her something about, uh, I forget what the hell it was. And she just looked at him and said, do you have a question? <laughs> he came and said something to her. She's like, do you have a question? She's like, you niggas always beating around the bush. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> do you have a question? <laughs> oh, yeah. But, okay. So, I liked Chloe's boyfriend because, like, he had dad issues, too, when his dad wasn't around. So I think he was just raised to look at the bright side in life and be as positive as he could be. And he just didn't even receive it when uh, Kenya dismissed him. <laughs> so I fucking hate him. Fuck him. <laughs> he was like, listen, I'm just going to continue to show you how, um, how much gratitude I have for being here. Whether you want me here or not, I'm here. here not. And I know that I'm here because you pay for all of these things. So thank you very much. Yes, and, and the, the way he was speaking... Huh? Oh, go ahead. No, the way that um, I'm, I'm going to ignore that you have told me to my face 87 times that you don't want me here, that I'm not part of the family, <laughs> that I can't have the food that is <laughs> on the plate for everyone. <laughs> the way he was seeking validation with that private jet was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> private jet, no one needs to say anything. <laughs> no one needs to say anything. Yeah. You have a private jet to fly to fucking Fiji. Fiji, bitch. They went to Fiji. You know, that's like my dream location. <clears throat> wow. I wish you would have had a chance to see it before the world ended. I know. Damn. I have pictures from, you know, I can see pictures of people enjoying themselves in their beautiful water and such so you can make it your virtual zoom background that's what our life is going to become before we fall into the matrix well i'm not ready to delve into that yet but you know, <laughs> let's see how i feel next week <laughs> um is there anything else you want to touch on with black as fuck no, I'm just really glad that I watched that. I'm really glad that I gave it another chance because I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Well, um, you guys, we just want to close that discussion out. I'd like to personally implore you to chill the fuck out with the criticisms. I let you all have Black Lady Sketch Show. 
I hated it. I still hate it. I can't believe it's coming back. I never complained. I never dragged it online. I want y'all to shut the fuck up so that I can get a season two of Black as Fuck. It's only fair. Right? Um... <laughs> um... <laughs> What are we talking about next? <laughs> we are talking about Insecure. Hey, Insecure. Yes, we are Insecure about to do. Still fucking that full-size man. She is. <laughs> I said, you know what? Handle business. He knows what to make, what makes him happy. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. That was so I wild. Screamed. I screamed when he said booty button. <laughs> the way you know, I was like, like look like around. Her. The way she had to like look around him to <laughs> bitch. Bitch. He lost me at the word booty. I do not like that word. I would have been so to the dog. Y'all, when I would talk about um things no. related to sex. I will always call it doing the booty because this girl over here, she hated it. So I'd be like, yeah, we was doing the booty. You have got to <laughs> shut the fuck up. You have got to shut the fuck up. I hate that so much. I hate that so See, much. Why would you, you bring know, that I don't up? Wanna talk, I don't want to talk to you anymore. We have Why to would you bring that up? Because <laughs> you, you, I forgot it, honestly. And then you said that he lost you when he said booty. And I was like, that's right. You hate it. Doing the booty. I hate you so, so much. I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> Woo. Listen, bitch, let's run through the questions. <laughs> Go. Okay, so um, we are going to do an insecure recap based on some um, intellectually or dialogue stimulating questions designed by uh, Sarita. We are not going to do a screen-by-screen -screen recap. We want to talk about the stuff that uh, kind of comes from the episodes. It is, um, I had to get a drink when I read the questions because I am very sensitive about Wumi. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to um, just, and like this, this time, this uh, virtual, like this quarantine and stuff, I have just been in a space of struggle with the entire relationship. So I had to have a drink and just kind of calm my nerves to get through that. Let's just let's just be clear. I have your, issue up. Not, your issue is not the relationship. Your issue is not being able to maintain a a physical closeness. Yeah. Not our relationship. Let's be very clear to you people out there. For <laughs> anybody coming here talking shit, because I'm not. <laughs> Right. Why are you ready to fight nobody? I'm just saying. <laughs> Nobody said anything. I'm just saying because you know, you know, people have over over our uh, friendship on the internet. People look for some shit for us separated, <laughs> and I don't like it. Mind your own fucking business. Work on your own friendships. We are friends for real. Don't worry about it. If we argue on the internet, you have to know that it's not real because. Real people do not put their whole relationship on the fucking internet because the internet is not real. Thank you. It's not real. It won't be real until the Matrix 
transitions us in. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So um, what we are going to delve into is Molly and Issa's uh, issue that you know is coming. Oh, it's God. Just, it's festering. We're on the cusp of that shit, bitch. The discomfort and the weirdness. Oh, my gosh. Missing, and, uh, missing key moments. Yeah. Other friends telling you about some shit that happened. And uh, bitch, took, first of all, first of it all, took me, it took me to some past relationships. Some past I thought about it. Like, I oh thought about God. it. This is how it happened. <laughs> this is how it fucking happens. Yeah, because it's like it's like psychological warfare in a um in a in a a platonic female identifying person i have a question i have a question really quick i don't know how you guys became close because we all went to high school together and like you guys have said like you weren't besties then so how did that happen do you want to tell it brooksame yeah yeah um so yeah we had we had seen each other in passing but we didn't have much of a relationship and then um uh facebook and myspace happened and um Wumi was in we in kentucky yes okay so Wumi was stationed in kentucky and um uh one of Wumi's friends talking on social media or something and um i think like all of them were all hanging together. So she was like, hey, let's all go to happy hour one night. And this is when people had started doing like social engagements from the internet and um, high school reunions started to become obsolete. So I think we went to like- Maybe five or six years out of high school. Who us? Yeah, oh right. no, this was like, um, it's like 2006. So I would say we were eight years out. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because we started doing these meetups, but it wasn't like a 10-year reunion type of thing. It was just like... Yeah, it was like, oh, hey, we all still live in D.C.? We're all off at 5 o'clock? Let's go to... Everyone likes alcohol. Let's go. Yes. So we, uh, so we, we went to happy hour, and basically that's how I got kind of um, ingratiated in that circle. So while all that's happening, these are Wumi's friends, but Wumi is in um, Kentucky for the military. And so um, she came back and she wasn't really into me, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and honestly, I mean, there were, um, there were entities that were just like kind of in both of our ear, like, you know, she don't like you. She don't like you. She don't know why you here. She don't know why you here. Like that kind of thing. And it, it happened but there was still something that was kind of um, drawing us to each other. So one night we went to a concert together. We went to see a Melaru. And um, Wumi was like, okay, I'm sorry. Let me back up a second. Before that, we were leaving Brandy. One of, remember Brandy Josie was at those big birthday parties. So we were leaving the party and um, I was driving. Wumi. <laughs> Wumi was in the uh, back of the car with some guy, and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so she said something because I don't drive very well, 
And so she said, she started yelling at me or something. And she was like, you got other people, kids in this car, blah, blah, blah. And so I stopped and turned the car off. And I said to myself, I said, you know what? She might beat your ass, but you have to let her know that you are not some kind of bitch. Like you have to say something to her. So I'm here all this, like, she don't like me. This and that. So I was like, Wumi, do you want to fight me? And she was like, no, drive us home. <laughs> Wait, so how did she get in your car if y'all didn't really like each we other? Went, we went to this thing together. We were, all, we were always going to the same places together. But we were getting information from someone. Both of us were separately getting information saying that the other one of us did not like. Okay. So um, I was getting information that she did not like me. <clears throat> and she was getting information that I did not like her. Got it. Okay. But I was, we were both still like, well, I'm still going. Fuck that bitch. I'm going, like, <laughs> she ain't said to me, you know. <laughs> so, so one day she asked me, um, through through a mutual friend, she was like, um, do you want to go to this concert? I heard that you like this type of stuff. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. But I don't really know about this girl. Like, I don't know what's, you know, what this <laughs> is. But we went and had a fun fantastic fucking time like <clears throat> we had such a good time so we that we even stopped and got drinks afterwards at like some little uh lounge you know because we was that's when you know we thought we was brown so we going to the lounge after we're not going to the club we're going to the lounge yeah um, we went to, uh, to uh bar none down to the basement level and so and i'm like oh my god i'm having such a good time with her and so then i just had to ask her because it was a night of drinking i was like so um if you don't like me, why you ask me to come? <laughs> she was like, no, you don't like me. <laughs> Bitch, I still remember. I was so pissed. I said, no, please, no. I can speak for myself if I don't like someone. I was so and mad. Like, I didn't, if I didn't like you, you, I promise you, you would know. I promise <laughs> you would know. And she was like, oh. So we just started hanging out um, more and more after that. <clears throat> Here we are. So basically, the gist of the story is Wumi was once too good. And now... Where does that even... Where does and the, now we have a podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, but um, through our friendship, though, people have always, like, I've, I've always gotten, even my relatives at times have accused us of being gay. And it's so strange because I'm like, no, actually, it's possible to just be friends with someone and really care about them and their well-being. It's, it's possible to put uh, a person first in your life or prioritize them in your life without you having to fuck them. It's Amen. just it's possible to <laughs> to just love someone drama free <laughs> so yeah so but, that's yeah so, so that's sometimes it's hard it's hard for people to receive so we get some um white noise from time to time i like that felt with classes and white noise they can keep it okay okay uh what do you do when your bestie is getting closer with someone else um, okay so you know there are a lot of <clears throat> layers to this um 
<laughs> I feel like what has uh, happened with us <clears throat> is that uh, one of us will make a statement um, that basically says, all right, provide some social awareness. Uh, I see that, you know, you have a new friend and that's great, but, but you know what it is. <laughs> you know what, you know what this is. So, you know, that's great. You know, you have a little happy hour or whatever, or y'all interact on the internet and that's great. And that's it. That's what What does that mean? Like, are there, did you have rules? Y'all got rules, what you can't do with somebody else? No. no. We don't have rules. I'll speak for me. I've matured. <laughs> um, I have possessive tendencies and I am introverted. So like when I saw Molly and she was like, uh, what? I, I thought it was just, bitch, I felt that in my soul. I hate extra people and what i hate more than extra people is unannounced extra people so um i felt that and and for me i've only had like a visceral reaction to one new person and that's because i was also like really busy with school and just wasn't as present so it was more so my reaction to not being present than the person being an issue um and do you, do you remember who i'm talking about do you remember yeah, i will okay. never forget i will never forget because <laughs> you made it very clear <laughs> i was so, like i don't know what this is i know y'all got your religion in common and stuff but i don't know her and i don't see nothing for this i just don't, don't get it i mean do i need to cut that out no okay <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it's very real. She was she was very much like, okay, I know that you like this person, so I invited her to your birthday, but <laughs> that was yeah. just for you. Yeah, I, like I, really... I don't need to see her. Because <laughs> I started hearing so her name too much. Kiki and stuff on the internet. <laughs> very, she made it very clear. So I just want you to know that uh, when I started speaking. I was really talking about what she has done <laughs> because um, I I protect the things I value. <laughs> I don't hit you, <laughs> but no, I just you know um, I have had I have had bad best friend breakups in the past, and I've taken lessons from them, and so. Um, what Wumi and I have honestly both decided, what we both agreed on years ago was we're just going to do this shit right. Like whatever the fuck it is, we will sit down, we will figure it out, but this is it. This is not, this is not something that, um, that you get to just say fuck it to and wash your hands. We have to at least put in the work to get through an issue. Um, um, we became best friends and didn't know it. Like it kind of just happened. And, um, I'm speaking from my experience anyway. I don't know if you feel the same way. Um, but it's just, we just realized it, uh, some time had passed and we realized that we were on the phone all the time, um, hanging out all the time, 
just wanting to be around each other all the time. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, this is my best friend. And my best friend at the time said, oh, is this bitch your new best friend? <laughs> I was about to ask if one of y'all <laughs> took someone, you know, from someone else. My, yeah, I think my, so. I, I don't even, I don't even really consider it that um, she took me from someone. That relationship expired faded yeah it faded and um i can't it didn't fade because i became friends or be, i became close with danita it faded because there were uh, issues that i think that i i wasn't fully aware of um so we never like actually well, you know, looking back at it you like to um you like to do rose colored glasses so i wasn't there but i wonder how many signs were really there before you were ready to see it for what it was well you know <clears throat> in seeking an anemocet because you know i've known them we grew up together we legitimately grew up together mm -hmm. uh, so they um were witnesses to everything you know everything in my life <clears throat> oh okay yes yeah, so they got to and so when 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 there was a separation they were like oh well duh because this this and this remember when this happened okay that was sign one or that was one of the signs and then this this and this happened and then when that happened i was like <laughs> i just took it as okay this happened but if this is your best friend you know you move past it i apologize you know even though i don't necessarily feel like this is my fault but you know you make relationships work. <clears throat> um, and it it took me being friends with you and seeing how we actually work through things and how we have conversations and how uh, we support each other in our different endeavors. I was like, oh shit, this is a real friendship. This is what friendship is supposed to be. This is what love looks like. <clears throat> oh my God, bitch, are you recording this? <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't even make sense to say that, oh, you know, there was, for a long time, she used to tell me, okay, listen, you can fuck my boyfriend one time and we'll still be okay. Yeah. Like, if you cross, if you ever cross that line, one time. <laughs> We could still be friends. That's how much you mean to me. Yeah, I told her. I said the only thing that she couldn't do is hit my mom. That would be the only boundary. I'm surprised you remember that shit. Yes, because I was like, oh my god, we are really friends. <laughs> you state your boundaries up front, bitch. State the boundaries up front. I would. I would never. But you know, I mean, I guess you know, niggas always. For me, I said this like an episode or two ago. Men have always been able to come and go, but I don't know why, and not that it's a bad thing, but I really, really, like, need my sisterhoods. I feel like there's, there's going to be men that we find. I don't know if a newly married person should be saying shit like this, but I think that... <laughs> I feel like you have said this to your new husband. Yeah, on that, you know what, honestly, so what I was going to say to answer this question is... Basically, when when new people do come aboard, because they do, 
the ones that we really work well with are the ones that walk into it expecting this is a package deal. And so, you know, I know a lot of times if I get invited to something over the years, everybody knows I'm not going to go. So the shit they hit me with is not, you can bring your man. They're like, oh, uh, bring mommy too. Because they're sure I'm going to show up if I have mommy with me. That's just one example. Um, and for people who are more close-minded to that, which I haven't really experienced, but that would kind of be a boundary for me for just how close I would let myself get to a person anyway. What say you, Wumi? I mean, I, I agree. Um, the people who, <clears throat> the, the people who we are close to, we are all close to. Like we're both close to these people, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they understand who we are to each other and they understand that um, you're not going to, you won't even get to the point where you can speak badly about this person to me. Because let's, let's just say that you say something negative one time. <coughs> Think about it. I'm not sure if you understand. Am I the audience? Am I the audience? <laughs> not me you can go fuck yourself uh mm -hmm. you know so so people understand that they know they they know that that's what this is <clears throat> so yeah and i think i think okay so one thing i'm interested in with the circle is as they start to, as molly and Issa start to unravel how are Tiffany and Kelly going to handle it? Because it's clear that they are the dominant close group in that circle. We saw the thing started to unravel with Tiffany and um, Kelly because of how Kelly was left out of everything with her baby shower. Um, it showed that they had some, some gaps in communication or in their understanding of closeness. So I'm interested in seeing how they handle like staying out of it, taking sides, like how are they even going to deal with that? Because it's, it's going to fuck up their interactions as far as all the stuff they all do. I mean, I guess well, the baby fucks it up too, but not in a bad way. Yeah, um, Molly has already gotten a little bit closer with Kelly because remember at the when they were at um, uh, Tiffany's house, I'm guessing that was Tiffany's house, <clears throat> wherever they were, and uh, Molly starts to uh, talk about Asian Bay. Or I guess Issa asked about Asian Bay, and then um, Tiff, um, Kelly says, "All right, well I already heard this, so you know, go ahead, and, go ahead and tell your story. I already heard it. I missed that part. So she, that gets part. Up, she gets up and leaves so the room. Molly is playing chess, bitch. Molly's playing chess. So she goes to get, uh, I guess, like a, a drink or whatever. But I was like, oh, so she told Kelly." About her warfare, bitch. With this man for the first time and did not tell Issa. Issa is clueless. And they also talked about not having talked for like a month or something. Because, I mean, she, Issa had to pull back because Molly said some fucked up shit. She really did. She said, um, you know, she called her messy over having the relationship with Condola and all of that. And she didn't really check in with Issa emotionally enough to know that Issa is fully over Lawrence and she just found a new person that she likes. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be messy unless you want it to be messy. But Molly's got messiness in her own nature. I mean, she just got a situation with Dro. 
Also, and that was fucking up all the friend circle. Like, girl. Yeah, but then the other thing with Molly is that she was not checked into something that Issa cared about. So even even if you know that Issa has this tendency to um, flake on things, because <clears throat> that's basically what Molly was getting to, that Issa doesn't follow things through. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Molly started to, you know, remove herself from, from the topic altogether not realizing that this was something different for Issa. Like, you didn't even check in to realize that Issa really cared about this thing, like, honestly cared about it and was making all of these moves towards it because you decided that it was something foolish. Yeah, she called it her little block party, her little project. Uh, at the, at the so I, I watched the, um, the wind down for both episodes and um, the showrunner, Princess Penny, he made a really good point. He said... When you meet, you know, Issa is in love with, well, she's in, in, in lust with Condola right now because she's full of positive energy and that's what Issa, Issa needs. That's what she thrives on. And then, you know, Molly knows so much about, you know, Issa and how she's fucked up and all the mistakes that she's made. So, you know, it's refreshing when you have somebody new. It's sort of like the white people cheat. You know, it's something, something. Yeah, it's, it's that, a, I, know, I was. Every time I see Condola on the show, I think, oh, this is just new pussy. <laughs> so you don't, you don't feel like, do neither of you feel like they're, they have a real, or there's a potential for a real friendship? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. There's a potential for a real friendship, but when it comes down to it, her priority, Condola's priority is going to be Condola and Lawrence. So what I am leery of is Issa getting so intoxicated by in i gotta go back to school i'm losing track of my prepositions um but yeah she's so intoxicated by condola because she doesn't really have like a real relationship she's into she doesn't have a thriving career or nothing so like this is her thing to focus on for positivity but condola's thing is probably not that she probably has a lot more going on and we haven't yet seen if condola has other friends or Mm -hmm. somebody that might be like well who is this Exactly. We built this for years, and you just bringing this new bitch to brunch. Here's your purse. <clears throat> I I caught that Molly and Issa never really talked about that uh, meeting with Condola, like after the fact, right? So Molly clearly was uncomfortable. Molly didn't like it. Um, Issa asked her, "Oh, well, do you want me to tell her to leave?" And Molly could have said yes. But honestly, I don't think I would have said yes at that time either. I would. Okay, you definitely would. <laughs> I think Molly, I mean, Issa was wrong for inviting Condola to stay without checking with Molly first. But after she already invited her to stay, um, I wouldn't, I, I would have gone along with it, you know, for that day or, you know, that moment. That's fine. But afterwards, I'd be like, Bitch, don't just invite no motherfucker. Don't when it's our time. You know we haven't seen each other in a long time. Don't invite no other no outside bitches to this shit. You I don't know her. her. At least let us have our shit, and then maybe she can come later. And you ain't having enough time with her already anyway. <laughs> well said. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? Maybe maybe Issa was not comfortable being alone with Molly because of the space they're in. Ooh. I didn't even think maybe, of that. maybe a little bit of that too. I'm not sure, but maybe a little bit of that. 
Okay. So yeah, they both trying to figure this shit out, bitch. What's the next question? We answered, how do you know when you can mix friends? Well, okay, so the mixed friends thing is also, like, that's the package thing. But for me, I also have a new rule. I got to see who somebody is when they're really drunk before I decide to mix. I need to see that now. I need to see that now. Because um, what I don't like is, okay, I have had experiences where I have gone out for drinks and then someone gets really drunk and starts yelling about how jealous they are about our relationship. I need to see that before I bring you around to like a safe space. You know what I mean? I need to know that that shit is there with you so I can know just how often to bring you around or just what you how much of my business to tell you like all of that kind of stuff you gotta you gotta see somebody at their lowest because i mean mixing friends it becomes a mess it can it can be a mess (laughs) Um, i personally i have a lot of um separate like groups of friends excuse me but everybody knows where danita ranks like everybody knows that's what it is like but even um, with Truth, who's my other best friend, but I make it, I, I let him know that, uh, oh God, I let him know that I'm, you are not someone that I could take everywhere. <laughs> I'm telling you to your face. So you might see me at something. <laughs> you can't come. He don't know how to so I, it, it definitely depends on um, the person. <clears throat> um, I tried to <laughs> mix uh, when Danita was still new to me. Um, I tried to mix her with another friend group, and it didn't go very well. That that uh, one one of my other friends did not like having a new entity. Who was that? What are you talking about? Just give me an initials. College. Your college circle? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> um, so, you know, one of, one, of my, one of my friends didn't like it. And I said, you know what? I can respect that. So I won't bring this person when I come and hang with you. But that doesn't change the relationship that I have with this person, with, you know, Danita over here. I just know that y'all don't mix well. And that's okay. Um, so I think you really have to know who your friends are and the time and place to mix things and, like, which events you can mix with. Not a lot because I don't go to everything. Okay. All right. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Are you more like Molly or Issa? Honestly, I... um, Okay. I'm more of Molly. Hmm. Um, uh, But I do... I feel like, um, depending on the episode, I see myself in both of them, really, on any given day. And sometimes in the same episode. So, 
but I think as a as a whole, I'm closer to Molly. Okay. I don't really like that. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um I don't know. I, I think I'm I think I'm just myself. That's not one of the options. It's not, so you gotta pick one, bitch. I had to pick Molly, so decide. Okay. I see myself in both of them, but I don't fully identify with them. Like, I, I can't see me really, like, like what we just talked about with Destinario at the brunch and stuff. There's no way in, in there's no way in seven hells that would happen. <laughs> well, um, I mean, you make a... Because um, um, if I was Molly, I would have said no, right? But if I was Issa, I would have said, nope, I'm looking at Wumi's nostrils. She's uncomfortable. This is over. She got to go. Right. No question. Which is why Serena made a good point with uh, maybe she just... Oh, or was it you that made the point about uh, maybe she just didn't want to be alone with Molly? It was me. Are you drunk? I just yeah. said that. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I've been drinking fucking uh, tea and lemon water all goddamn day. And now I'm drinking a half a bottle of wine in one glass. So, yes, I'm drunk. <laughs> Bitch, sidebar, the McCormick instrument over here is selling everything, right? So all of the bottles of beer and wine, they're all 50% off. They're whole shit. And also the food. So today I made, um, it was my first time making Chilean sea bass. Delicious. I bought the sea bass from them. You know, you can buy it like out of their freezer. Holy shit. Because they're trying to get rid of everything. So yeah, I bought that. I, I bought a few bottles of wine yesterday. Um, mm, yeah, I'm drunk. I don't know how I got here. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you were wondering what I've had to eat today. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Molly and Issa are both messy in some ways. Why are they so disconnected right now? Um, number one is that Molly thinks a lot. Molly is in her head a lot and makes moves based of whatever she told herself as opposed to having a conversation. That's if, true. So like we, we see, we have seen it with this man that she's now, she was able to, I guess, move past that a little bit, but when she called him last episode to be like, Hey, my bad. Um, you know, can we can we get past this or whatever? Mm -hmm. uh, but she put herself in ridiculous situation in a ridiculous situation when she could have addressed it right then. So this man is telling you that he's in relationships or he's seeing other people, and he asked you, and you lied. But then you had a whole attitude about it. She's so irritating. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you are not comfortable with the relationship that Issa is growing with this new woman. And instead of saying, I don't like this relationship that you're growing, you tell, you tell your best friend that she's messy and um, that she likes mess. Yeah. Instead of just saying, hey, this is making me a little bit uncomfortable. So communication is one big, one big issue. Um. And really, I, I put this, I put the, I put that on Molly. I think it's Molly's issue. Yeah, you're right because I'm thinking about it now as you say it. Um, 
she was, Issa was straight up with her. She was like, I just feel like you're always looking for a problem. Like, you don't get tired. So she's letting her know, like, this is how I see you. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you, but I don't know what the, fuck you're, what the fuck your deal is. So she was straight up. And I think what Molly is going to do is take the passive-aggressive route and do little shit, like that, that passive-aggressive warfare of telling Kelly her intimate details without Eason. Bitch, you know the line. You know the line. Bitch, you fucking and you didn't tell me? How dare you? How dare you? You, you fucking this new man and you know this is a whole, a whole different race of people? We need to talk about this, bitch. We need and to talk you gonna tell it. me in front of everybody? And then you also saw how they, they purposely showed how she zoned out as Issa kept talking at the end. What was that? That's what I really wanted to know. I really needed to figure that out. Why did she lie to Issa about who it was on the phone? And then why did she space out? Like, what the, what, 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 what? Passive aggressive warfare, bitch. She is playing chess. I'm not telling you none of my business no more. I'm going to make sure that you know I'm telling somebody my business, but it's not going to be you. That's why she did that shit. Because she could have easily said, oh, man, what's him? We just worked it out. She held that shit on purpose. So Kelly going to know. That's funny. You know? That's what it should just, it's just, it's so hard to watch. And I had to ask myself, like, I watched the episodes because I like the show and I want to get closure. But I asked myself last night because Al came and, you know, he watched the nigga shit last night on the basketball show. Okay. So he missed it. He came in. Okay. He said it was really good. So um, he came in and watched Insecure after, and I had to just go to sleep because I couldn't watch it again. So I'm thinking what's triggering me is it's probably taking me back to my last breakup. I think it, it was that. Cause I was like, I just, I can't watch this. I already know what's about to happen. I don't want to watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's too painful, bitch. It's too painful. Um, yeah. Noise. Um, Lawrence, Lawrence, what are you scared of? I don't blame especially, Lawrence. Especially since Lawrence blames Issa for the breakup, right? Lawrence knows his own shortcomings. That's why he's nervous. Exactly. Because if you really honestly feel like Issa was the reason that y'all broke up, she was the reason that your relationship didn't work, you wouldn't give two fucks about what she got to say, what she might say to your new girl about you. Yeah. And yeah, not only did you feel this kind of way, but you went to meet her to have this conversation, to tell her not to talk about you? What? Y'all know Condola is going to find out about that. How do you think she's going to react? Because honestly, when she finds out about that, she's going to be like, what kind of sketchy shit is this? You about to, you about to see that she is Team Condola and Lawrence. And, but it's still, it's still sketchy. So yeah. I'm, I'm, she's probably still going to stay with Lawrence, but she's going to look at him funny too. Like, well, what, what is you on? Why did you feel like you have to go talk to her about not talking to me about you? Like, what, what is it that you're hiding? What are you afraid that she's going to tell me? I think he's embarrassed about who he was when In he was Lawrence on the couch. Thank you, baby. Thank you so sweet. Thank you very much. Thank he's you, a, baby. <laughs> you welcome. <laughs> I think that he is embarrassed about being Lawrence on the couch. Like he can be the whole victim because Issa cheated and all that shit all day long. But between the two of them, he knows what drove her to cheat, and that is his big insecurity because he's got this good job and shit now. He's so well dressed. His teeth look great. You know, he's got regular haircuts. 
He looks good. He looks yeah. good. I was like, look at you, what? Did y'all yeah. notice how gentle like Issa and, and Lawrence were talking to each other? It was very gingerly. It, the way that he communicated his issue with her was so soft. That was like, they dated for years. Why is he being, why is he holding back? Like, I don't know. Because he knows that he needs to, he needed to be soft in that delivery. Otherwise it would put her off like, well, what the fuck is this? This is not the relationship. I mean, I don't deserve this. I haven't, I haven't done anything in our recent past to make you angry. Even the comments. And I love how both of them, both Condola and Issa, expressed that oh actually you know we you came up but we really weren't talking about you like yeah. he still felt some type of way so um i don't he needs to understand that that's really his issue i love that his friends were like leave this shit alone also i enjoyed that scene with those those uh those men are funny they were funny what also oh, funny. Did Tiffany, yeah, funny. Did Tiffany's husband admit to cheating? How? Tell us. That was Tiffany's, that was Tiffany's husband in the room with them, right? Yeah. It was Lawrence, uh, Lawrence's best friend, whatever his name is. Chad. Okay. Shit. Chad matters. Sure he does. Chad is better, <laughs> but he's also light and short. I don't... <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, you don't get at all. So, um, but no, but I felt like I don't know if he was talking about his while he was in relationship with Tiffany, but I think he said something that alluded to him having cheated and uh, being. No one else caught that. Uh, uh-uh, I thought he said that when he breaks up with somebody, he moves to a different state or a different city or whatever. And then he said something like, what did he say? I miss Dallas? Yeah. 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 I did hear that. Yeah. What did he say about cheating? I don't know. I might have to watch it again. I might have made he it He's got to cheat. He's got to cheat to maintain his sanity over there. Because Tiffany is a fucking lot. And then Tiffany pregnant? Ugh. Yikes. But, okay. All right, well, maybe I... But anyway, I'm mad at Molly, y'all. I'm mad at Molly. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that this happened. That she, that she had told Kelly about having sex with the dude. I totally missed that part of the episode. Yeah, I'm really like, oh, offended. I heard this already. Let me go. Let me go do whatever it is I got to do. Yeah, but and Issa did well because she was like, oh, well, tell me about it. As opposed to, bitch, why the fuck am I just finding out? She did handle it well. But I think I think that she was in a space after that last interaction where she was like, you know what? I need some space. I'm okay with getting secondhand information. Cause you gotta you gotta be okay with that stuff too. It's all a part of the psychological part, warfare. Part of the package. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it can ruin your whole day. Like when my family split up and stuff, the first thing I said was like, you know what, I'm I'm done with all of this and I don't need any I don't need any allies. Like, I just want to be done with it. And I said, you know what? You're going to have to understand that when there are, like, pregnancy announcements and weddings and stuff like that, you're not going to know right away, are you okay with that? And I sat with myself until I said, you know what? I'm okay with that. And I feel like Issa did that, too. Breakups yeah. are hard, bitch. Yeah. I, I really did not like that and shit. I did not like Molly checking out. I didn't like Molly lying. 
to Issa and I didn't like her checking out of the conversation. Because mm-hmm. I was like, well, is she upset about um, TSA Bay? No. How could she really? You know, how could she really be She's upset? She's upset because Issa was real with her just now and said, aren't you tired? And Issa tried not to share this information because she, she knew did. Molly wasn't going to like it. She really tried. I mean, well, no. She tried in that she showed that she was trying. Like, okay, well, mm, mm. I yeah, really want to say this. Think about, think about with us. It wouldn't even take, I wouldn't even have to make a face for you to know I had something to say. And, and I you, think yeah. that's what happened there, too. I think that's what happened. Like, Chris, all right, now you have to say what you got to say. Just and she's like, I don't want to lie to you. We're going to do this all day if I lie to you and say it's nothing. But here it is. And Issa's delivery, first of all, she was telling the truth. Um, she was telling the truth about what she had noticed about uh, Molly. And, no, I think that's it. Um, oh, and she said it in a way that wasn't hurtful. The words may have hurt her. It didn't but feel it, like an attack. Yeah, it didn't feel like, exactly. It didn't feel like an attack. Just like, but but last week the episode, Molly was trying to hurt Issa with what she said, and I don't even feel like what she said was true. Was fully true. It wasn't. It it didn't feel fully true to me because it just seemed like no. Issa has really matured through the Lawrence relationship and wants it's to not, build a relationship not, with this girl. You aren't keyed in. Yeah, she's not. She's not keen in. So did Molly, I mean, did Issa call Molly back after she left the club? She was in the club, right? What are you talking Molly, about? Molly, Molly called they her. They didn't show it. Yeah, I don't know if she called her back at all. Molly called her after um, Asian Bay left, like after that dinner. And she called her to be like, I guess to talk it through, like, you know, this is what happened. <clears throat> but Issa, Issa texted her. Issa didn't answer, but she texted her like, hey, I'm in this place. It's dumb loud. I'll call you when I leave. But I don't uh-huh. know. I didn't remember if we got any closure as to whether Issa called her back or not. Okay. And they just ended up at the, at the place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe she did. Maybe she, maybe she did and they didn't show it. I don't know. Because I also have sent a text when I just didn't feel like talking to somebody on the phone. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah, that's, it's crazy. This is going to be hard to watch, but I love that they're taking this angle with it because we've, we've done everything we could with, like, niggas and relationships and stuff. I love that they're doing this. It's very reminiscent of um, Joan and Tony, remember? Mm. That was a tough one. That was a real tough one. But um, let's see. Okay, so we did. We did all the questions. Do you have any predictions? I don't know, but right right now, I feel like this is. I'm I'm blaming Molly in this and all of this. Um, I do see that Molly is, has shown some growth, right? Yeah. Um, in how she's able to. Like how she was able to have a conversation with the man at her work. What's his name? Terry. It doesn't matter. The man at her job. She was able to talk to him. Like you, you could tell she was trying to make oh, things. Oh, Dor- Dorian. Okay. 
Uh, oh God. Okay. <laughs> the man at her job. Uh, she was she was making an effort with him, and when he was like, "What the fuck is this?" She was able to say, "Hey, listen, I I did this the wrong way. My bad. So sorry. I, I want to fix this though." Yeah. And he was like, okay. Like, and she did the right thing. I was proud of her for that. I was proud of her for talking to um, Asian Bay and saying, hey, listen, this is, this is what it was. This is how I was feeling. I didn't handle that properly. Um, you know, my bad, but this is what I want from you. Also, she was able to say, this is what I want. I didn't like how she spoke to him at that dinner, like at the table. I didn't like how she was like trying to plot, <laughs> like, oh no. Um, instead, instead of saying like, this is what I really want from you. Like, it, are you in for that or not? She tried to plot like, oh, I'm, I'm going to make him a dinner and we're going to stay inside. And like, I'm going to trick him into being what I want him to be. Um, she didn't do that, but she did express what she wants. Like she expressed her boundaries to him and he later conceded and said, you know, okay, I can get with that. Um, so there is growth on her part, but she's not showing that growth with her best friend at this time. Yeah. And you know, it's always going to be one person. It's, it's going to be one person that you focus your negative energy on when you're trying to change. Mm. I've, I've observed that where you pick one person as the enemy or the, or the focal point for you getting yourself together and being better. Mm. and sometimes that person isn't even aware that they're on your radar in that way you know so i i wish i wish the best for molly i don't like the direction this is going in but this also makes me think maybe maybe they were friends for a season and that's all it was supposed to be so maybe they were there for like th that phase of their lives. Like maybe as they go into late early late thirties, early forties, or whatever, they, wherever they are, maybe they're transitioning into different phases of their lives where there's not space for them to be with each other. That's true too, which makes me want to rethink what I have been saying to you all along about how we're just like in this, like we have to fix it and stuff. What if we're not even meant to? I'm just saying I got to be open-minded to that, I think. As I'm looking at this and thinking about it, um, I'll follow up. I'll have some documentation for you to update our agreement. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying that what, it, what it's making me also reflect on is, you know, who are you to say that this is it and you have to work it out and stuff? What if you do outgrow each other? What the fuck are, what are you going to, you going to make her be your friend? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. I understand that people grow and people can outgrow their friends. Um, I may just be biased, but I feel like our friendship, we decided that we were friends um, as adults. This wasn't a that's oh, true. You're on the street, or you know, you're you're my my mom's best friend's daughter, so we're going to be best friends. That's not what it was. We were fully grown adults, still making dumb decisions, but as adults, 
and <laughs> and our friendship grew and we've um, gone through a lot of difficult situations together intact with our friendship intact so bitch, um, the emergencies bitch the emergencies <laughs> you know we, we, we uh so <laughs> yes the there there could be some um there might be some outgrowing or something. I'm not signing off on that. That's that's where I am today. Okay, so you're not signing the documentation. I'm not signing off on that. I, I, I can save it. I can save the documentation. <laughs> you know, we might be okay. Serena, you've had the same friends since like seventh grade, I know, right? Like, it's all y'all from the same... All these motherfuckers from Jeff. Like, I don't know if it was yeah. the same home or what, but they are all still friends. Yeah. Real. yeah. Yes. Like, and they're like real friends. <laughs> I mean, it always, it, you know, we have ups and downs. And the thing is, because it's four of us, we've had ups and downs with each other, you know, with, mm-hmm. you know, at different times in our life. But somehow, whew, somehow we made it, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's four very different personalities. None of us are alike. So, you know. It's beautiful. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. I think that's why people are um, fascinated with friendships that have grown, excuse mm-hmm. me, from childhood. Because it doesn't happen very often. True. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. And then, like, somebody asked me, wait, can you, if you have friends since seventh grade, what about your college friends or friends you meet from work? I was like, oh, I don't make friends very often because of... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if I make a friend as an adult, that's a friend. That's a friend, friend. But I don't do that shit very often. So, mm-hmm. because I think I, mm, because of the experiences I've had and the relationships I still do have with my my homegirls now, I don't long for new friends. Uh-huh. So, I that shit has to happen like naturally. Yeah. Um, and someone asked me, can I mix them? Yeah, they, I mean, on the wedding day, they, they were all mixed in. It was a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I can't mix them in every situation, but yeah, they all know each other and, you know, follow each other. Issa said on the last wind down, um, they were talking about mixing friends and Issa says she does a very good job of mixing friends and she makes everybody seen. She has that. She intentionally makes everybody seen. I try my best to do that, but I know in some situations that won't work. And Issa also said that, well, they can't do shit without me though. I don't feel that strongly. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> she was just like, oh, we friends until they start doing shit without me. So um, I don't, I don't, I, I don't necessarily feel that strongly. I do. Do you? And oh, it yeah. also depends on what the fuck they do. If y'all go into a winery, well, what? Who, who are you going with? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. I was sitting home one day and I opened up one of these apps and I see Danita is out with one of our friends and they're just out at a bar having a great time. I was pissed. <laughs> you don't remember? You went out and I was like, excuse me, I love too. Why are you motherfuckers out? 
without me. And when was this? This was a long time. I think y'all went to, um, what's the Mexican restaurant by your mom's house? Oh, yes. You remember? Now you remember? Yes. I was, yes, this was this was us reconnecting after not seeing each other in years. Yeah, and I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> excuse me," but what I didn't know is that I had a text that I had not seen. Oh. That was, "Hey, what you doing? About to meet up? With <laughs> do you want to come?" Mm. Mm. And I I just didn't see it. First of all, take your face out the camera. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was so upset. Mm that these two because i was like i love both of these people we always have a good time and these motherfuckers are eating and drinking and nobody i'm just home and nobody even asked me <laughs> i was hot i was very upset and she was like okay but um you know calm down basically like i'm um i can have a friendship outside of you but also i definitely invited you and I was like, well, the only thing that has saved you is that you didn't. <laughs> Bitch, I don't even remember this. I drink too much. I was hot. I was hot. <laughs> Why didn't you just show up? That's a thing to do, too, because if it's on the internet, it's not a secret. You're right. I mean, I don't even think it occurred to me. I, but I needed to, because you, you know what? What? I'm realizing now that it took me back to a former friendship where um my my friends were out doing things and i was not invited and not only was i what i was i not invited i was purposely left out and so i think it's yeah. me- when i saved this bitch she was a, a head case just full of trauma I came in at the tail end of that shit. I said, oh my, what the fuck's been going on here? <laughs> you hear that? She saved me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry, please excuse me. I'm very pleased with it myself. <laughs> y'all, how did I end up drinking with y'all and missing us all? I looked at the phone and I saw it said seven twelve. I was like, "Oh, she's in here. She's in here with us. It's over." I can't. But I told you in the beginning. I was like, "Oh, you're skipping that class," and you were like, "Oh no, I'm gonna make it." Okay, girl, I be believing in myself so hardcore, like nothing you've ever seen. I was going to remind you. I was like, "I'm not gonna remind her to get off the fucking phone with me." Are you crazy? No. My phone. My calendar keeps reminding me. Okay. Well, good. I'm I'm glad that we were able to have this conversation. I'm sorry you missed your class, but I'm glad that we were able to have this conversation today. Mm-hmm. I like this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, this was fun. Like I said, I just when I saw the questions, I was like, "Oh god, I can't I can't handle these conversations about Wumi. I'm going to have to have some wine." The question gave you the most uh heart palpitations. Um, I, you know what it is? I think, I think I am, I'll be transparent. I think I'm afraid sometimes of us growing apart. And I think that I am, um, you know, I have the uneasiness from the court. Every time I think about this, I start fucking crying. The quarantine is very hard for me in terms of our relationship. And I feel like, uh, because I can't see you when I want to, like my favorite thing to do is call you and say let's grab some dinner real quick 
like for no reason out of nowhere and not being able to do that is just really fucking with me like having to stop and think like oh actually you can't like do you feel like getting on weird ass zoom like what what's that <laughs> like you have to i feel like on zoom you have to have like bulleted points for your conversation or just or you're just like all sitting here on the phone so that's too much for me um and so then i just like I said, I, I worry about some things and I, I don't always feel ready to confront them. So when I saw the questions, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's have, let's have a, a transparent moment. So um, <clears throat> I do think about, or I, um, when you were in school, I was very concerned with um, whether or not you would still want to be friends because, um, you know, you're, you continue on this track of learning and, um, expanding your horizons and such. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm just over here with just this little, you know, bachelor's degree she out here collecting all the fucking degrees like Kanye's album and um <laughs> my degrees keep me satisfied <laughs> extra classes extra classes <laughs> and so I really used to fuck you <laughs> no but I, I used to just sit here and in my own fucking head and be like oh she's not I'm not even going to be you know, smart enough to still hang out with her. But then you would do something like and be like, I miss you very much. <laughs> I have all of this school shit, but as soon as this is over, or, you know, I'm going to finish this assignment and then maybe we can go get a, a quick drink or, you know, something, something to the effect, something to let me know that you were thinking about us and our relationship our, our friendship and that you were still um checked in with me and i was like okay well, well you're just being dumb like get out your fucking head like this is your issue this is not her issue um let this shit go <clears throat> but um i don't want to i don't want to lose our friendship like yeah i, I don't i don't think we will um, I didn't know that. I did not know that, bitch. Yeah, because I, you know, I don't talk about shit. I don't talk about no you real, so, real emotions. I don't do that. You so. are so refreshingly draining in that way. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't mean one of those words. It's not. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm just, you know, that's, it, I, I go through these things sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but before I even feel like I need to say something out loud, <clears throat> you show me who we are. Mm -hmm. And then all is well again. So what was I going to just, um, just help me out with this. You were going to, you were going to be with your, you know, other highly educated people. So I was going to find, um, I was going to make new friends. One, right? That's num number one. No, and, but 
you know what? Not even make new friends. Just be like, <laughs> I don't need this friend anymore. I don't need her no more. <laughs> she, she got me through some rough times in that school, but also <laughs> she's not even fully educated. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> some psycho shit i'm just telling you okay okay yeah it's it's fine i get i get stuff a lot too what what i get a lot in my phone is i don't even think i okay we'll see how it goes and we'll see whether or not we need to take this out of the podcast (laughs) i get comments and screenshots all the time of how do you feel about how close this person is to your best friend if they this person is posting about your best friend again did you see it how do you feel about it they don't post about you how do you feel i mean i get that shit a lot Hmm. And so, <laughs> um, because I see it behind the scenes, it doesn't get in my head, but it irritates me to no end because I always feel like it's today, today I get a bunch of texts about this again. You know what I'm saying? Because it can, it can throw anyone's energy off. But since our original new friend, I'm more open-minded about those things. <laughs> By our, I mean your. I'm just talking about her from a few years ago. So, oh, okay, yeah. So after that, you know, I was like, definitely, just when I would reflect on it, I just would not feel proud of how I handled that. And then I think about the fact that you handle line sisters on a regular basis. So is there a reason to even be so possessive and crazy? You know what I mean? So when I get stuff like that, it irritates my soul. But I realize it's again, it's like um, the 20, 2019, 2020 version of, oh, are y'all lesbians because y'all so close? Just looking for like anything to kind of throw wedges and weirdness into the relationship. Shit is a trip. And now we've both been transparent. Here we are. Uh, if I don't know anything else, I know that my relationship with you is true. I know that if I have a question about some shit that's going on, I can come to you and ask you. I'm likely not going to be like polite or tactful Mm-mm. with my thoughts, questions, and concerns, but <laughs> I know that I can come to you and express them, and you're going to tell me the truth of it. Yeah. And that's something that I can count on. Yeah, it's it's something that we we can value with each other because it's it's not always that genuine out here. A lot of people are friends for sake of the fucking internet and just looking like they have friends. I'm telling you some real shit. <laughs> it is really crazy behind the scenes how many people do not fuck with each other. But they do it online because it's a good look. But it's a good look for who? Who are you doing this for? Because when you post something, everybody, let's just be real for a second. If you post something, you are the only person that is ex- as excited about your post as you are. 
even if you get 500 likes, people will like your shit. They might even leave a comment. But after that 12 seconds that that took, they keep scrolling and they move on. So I say, instead of working so hard to curate things that, that look like, you know, bomb-ass tribes and yada, 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 just cultivate some shit that's like genuine. So when your car gets repossessed or your nigga leaves you or does something crazy, you have people that really fuck with you that'll be there for you. Um as opposed to not really fucking with you wanting to have a one-up and spreading your business. Like having genuine relationships is what's more important. End of rant. Well said. Thank you. I'm going to get a condola ponytail. I'm so obsessed with it. Her ponytail from her uh, polka dot outfit. You loved it. I, I can't stop thinking about it. I can't. Well, you can get it again from the hairdresser when we're free in two years. Only what is this? Do you know what I did? What I did for my Deltaversary was I put water in my hair and Eco Styler Gel and brushed this shit down. Have you ever seen, oh, you were, you were a haircut girl in high school. I was going to say, have you ever seen the girls with the haircuts in high school when they can't get their hair done and they would just slick it down? That's what I was given, and that was me being dressed up. But guess what? These are not normal circumstances. This is not, oh, I have been too lazy to get a haircut. This is, haircuts are not available. (laughs) They're not accessible, bitch. Haircuts are not available unless I am wanting to get sick. Yeah. So this is not like yeah this is not a normal circumstance and i know that you feel uncomfortable not um not not having a fresh cut and not being um as polished as you normally would be but you just i want you to keep in mind that this is not because you you are declining yourself or because This is not because you've decided that you don't care. It's because you don't have the access. There's no options. Yeah, because even like my weave, my weave is like thinning out. Like it's shedding because I will usually go to him to do like the hair care, like the maintenance and stuff. And since it's just up to me, maintenance ain't really happening. So the hair shed. The picture with these caterpillars on my on my face because guess what this is where we are and if you have something to say about it uh you can kiss my ass i don't i don't know what to tell you what do you want me to do i'm not gonna pluck my eyebrows by myself because guess what i won't have no fucking eyebrows so y'all just yeah you could just nair them you could just nair them and just start over oh are you kidding i would nair the whole shit i'm not good at this nair the whole shit off and then just do a youtube tutorial (laughs) everybody is doing youtube tutorial (gasps) can we shout out okay i want to shout out the badass black woman entrepreneurs who are um offering free shit bitch do you know what i did today Today, bitch, I attended a free seminar from the Budget Nista. Do you know who that is? <gasps> really? Free. Free. And she was like, please, screenshot and share all the slides, whatever you want to do. Just tag me. I just want to share the information. Bitch, I need her. It was magnificent. I'll forward it to you because she sent a follow-up email like as a thank you for going. She got, he's like, here's the link. 
schedule it another one if you want to go so i'm gonna send it to you thank you yeah i get her emails and i read her emails most of the time but um yes i know that she gave some quality information she really did it was fantastic because it came up in my um i don't follow her or anything but i know who she is it came up in my facebook sponsored ads last night like late last night and i was like oh hmm, free okay are we, so I clicked are we on Eddie Riley and Babyface tonight? Yeah. You see why I'm obsessed with sound? <laughs> Niggas. <laughs> well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, shots of <laughs> And I think that we're all, we all need to just gather ourselves. And uh, <laughs> just be better human beings moving forward. Because what else? What else can we do at this point? I what promise. else can we do at this point? Bitch, I'm making changes. <laughs> Tonight, make change for what's in my life. <laughs> what's in my life? So okay. So wait. Can we agree? Can we agree to use the chat? for memes oh yeah information because 100%. we about to log on to this shit too 100 percent. okay i'm ready awesome well shit i guess we just wrap this up because <laughs> i forgot it was this close to eight o'clock i definitely want to see this shit oh my god i cannot wait to cry like you know babyface songs really hit me in my soul i just uh, okay let you it flow what? let it flow okay <laughs> <laughs> let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Yes. <laughs> let it go, baby. <laughs> I'll see y'all at the uh, at the baby face party. <laughs> I'll see you at the party. I'll be at Bye. the party. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 